my goodness. Praise God for such awesome sons. I remember um, years ago, um, Pastor Iverson had four daughters, and then his first daughter had three sons. And I used to feel so sorry for her. I used to say, oh, it must be so hard. And then God gave me three sons. And I thought, oh, thank you, Lord. It has been such a joy. I, I, I don't tell her that, that lady that anymore. I just, I just thought it in my head. Thank you, Jared, David, and Aaron, for all that you are. You know, I think I look out here, and many of you are mothers in the Lord to so many people. Some don't have children, but yet you're a mother in Israel, a mother in the Lord, always teaching by your life and by example the ways of the Lord. I went through some pictures recently. Oh, you want kids, you want to go? To your class? You're, I guess it's time to let the children go. All right. By the way, we have a little table out there for the moms and, and women of God. And if you want to grab one before you leave today, that would be awesome. You are honored today. You know, I, um, I went through some photos in our, my family, just, and I thought about the heritage, and uh, my, there's my mama as a little girl. Isn't she the cutest little thing? But her grandma was right to the right, and then her great-grandmother is the la lady on the left. And those, there's generations there. I think my mother's mother must, must have been taking the picture because Grandma is not there, Grandma Elliot. But um, this was the Elliot family in years ago. You probably have pictures like that, too. And the reason I brought this up is, is the godly heritage in my family was passed down from my great-great-grandmother to my great-grandmother, and then my grandmother taking the picture to my mother. And that's a priceless picture in my family. Now, I want to say not all of us had that. But you know what? We can begin with our lives now and allow Jesus to make an impact in our children and in spirit. And because I think of many that uh, I can just name off names that have spiritual children all over the place. And I want to honor you because you have, you have touched so many people's lives. And um, then the next, I'll show you my next. That's my mama when she was young. Uh, she used to have white, white hair, and then she got a little darker. But um, you can go to the next one. And there we are, three little girls. Uh, I'm on the left. And my dad looks really frustrated there. I don't know what was going on, but my sister Sharon was in the middle, and Linda, my older sister. Mama had us like stair steps, like I'm 15 months from my oldest, and then one, month, one year from my younger, the other sister. So go to the next one. 
here she is trying to comb our hair. That little girl in the middle, there I am, and then us. Uh, I don't know if you guys used to have to do this, but we used to have to wear curlers. She must have, and even those were the days that were so difficult. In fact, we endured permanence. Once a year, we had to get permanence. Now it's not in, it's so much a big deal. Okay, next one. Okay, that's kind of the same. Here we are with curlers in our hair on vacation. My mother, you know, my dad takes a picture of us with curlers. I can't believe that. This was the swinging bridge in Canada. Okay, next one. And here we are. We all played an instrument. And our first instrument was the ukulele. And my dad was a minister, and we would go around in churches, and there was like four, three, and two-year-old with three ukuleles getting up there and singing for Jesus. And guess what? We didn't ever say no. Actually, we started to like it, where it's comfortable for me to sing more than it is for me to speak, probably. Singing was just a natural thing. In fact, my mom called me Carol, and that name man, means song of joy. So mother passed down to us how joyful it is to sing to the Lord. And here uh, we had Linda's, she had a ba bass guitar. Daddy bought me an accordion, I think, when I was six years old, and I started to learn. He taught me to play it. Then Sharon, she had a ukulele there, and then, of course, my little sister, she got to hold the record. Remember those days when we had records? They were a very important part of our upbringing. Okay, and then mother's taking a picture. Look at that in the window. We lived in trailer houses all our lives. I mean, most of our lives, and we were happy. Today, you know, it's, it can be different. But back then, mom and dad taught us to be thankful and to be happy. And so this was one of our homes that we lived in. Okay, next. There we are. God added my little brother. He's cute. And then Bobby, she, uh, she's on the right. So we had five kids. And there's mama. She, she was an angel. Okay, next. There we are. And, uh, there's one of our trailers. It was, it was home. It was a blessing. I'll never forget it. Okay. And there's the grandma that was not in the other picture. She's in the middle, Grandma Elliot. Her name was Grace, and they called her Gracie. And I've always loved that name because it is so much uh, of what God in, did in her life. I tell you about my grandma. She um, had all of God her life, God had his hand on her. He, she had, I don't know if I told this before, but God had his, called her to the mission field. And so she, she goes down to California to go to a Bible college. But there was this boyfriend that she had, and she said, no, I'm not going to marry you. No, I'm going to college. I'm going to get trained for the, for the ministry. And, for, and uh, he followed her to California. And by the time she got to the Bible school, he talked her into eloping. So they got married. Well, her parents were not going to be happy, so she didn't tell her parents. She just returned back home and lived home for a while. And here's her boyfriend, husband. You got to tell, you know, your parents we're married now. Well, it caused a really big problem. 
and it broke their hearts. And then um, Grandpa, Grandpa Elliot, he was a rascal. He was, uh, you know, he didn't know, he didn't, he was a backslider, you call it. He knew the Lord at one time from his mama and grandmother and whatnot, but he moved away from the things that he had been taught. And he, for many years, I'm gonna say many years, he, it was a hard marriage. And, but my grandmother, Gracie, kept praying for him. She didn't give up on him. She kept praying. She would go to church with her accordion. Back then, accordions were really popular. She'd take her accordion and she'd walk into a church. And she, as soon as she walked into these little churches, they'd say, Sister Gracie, come on up here. And she would sing her songs and she'd exhort the people and bless the house of God. So that grandma was a preacher of righteousness. Well, one day God got a hold of her husband and he was saved on fire for God till the day he died. In fact, he would go into like a furs restaurant or some Golden Corral where he liked to go and he would have everybody in the restaurant bow their heads and pray. He was so in love with Jesus. He didn't care what anybody thought, and he always said, thank you, Lord, for getting a hold of my heart. And so uh, he eventually carried his guitar and, she, and the accordion into churches, and they both would be a blessing later on in their years. So thank the Lord for, there's redemption and there's grace. God did a wonderful work in their lives. So okay, the next one I gotta show you. There's my little Aaron and Johnny Stanson. This is when we came to Dallas a long time ago. They were buddies. Isn't he Johnny and him just cuter than I'll get out? Okay. And here's our three sons. God blessed us. Little Aaron was such a boy, poor child. He really got he got it from his brothers. They loved him to pieces. Here they are, okay. And mama there in a parking lot somewhere. She, she was a wonderful mom. Okay, and there's our little, was that Tinkerbell? That was one of our first kitties. Animals are an important part of teaching your children to love, isn't it? True. If God ever brings an animal to your life. Our children love those animals. Okay, this was in Dallas. And then here I wanted to show this picture. Sister Althea was in the hospital. And Reagan, this is you, Reagan. You went with Mommy to the hospital and you laid your little hands. Mommy was teaching you how to pray for the sick. And I remember, Althea, you started getting well really fast because of the prayers of, that Mommy was teaching you to pray for people. You don't remember that, but we remember. We got this picture here of you. You do? Isn't that awesome to teach your children the power of prayer? I thank you, Kim, for bringing her that day. That was just incredible. Okay, there's mother. She was a real funny lady. She's always, she was everybody, she was such a card. Okay, and there she is drinking something. To the good to the very last drop, my mom. Okay, and here we are, older, our family, mom, my three, four, 
We have four girls and one boy. Shortly after this, my father went to be with the Lord. And then probably 12 years later, mother went to be with the Lord, maybe 15. Okay. And this is a very special lady who mother-in-laws are very important. And this is Ray's parents. And I just thank the Lord for my mother-in-law, Pat. This lady was one of those ladies that did things that nobody knew that she did. And she was always blessing me, whether she was cleaning my house or painting or babysitting or just she was a she's a prayer warrior and I thank the Lord for my mother-in-law Pat Galligan awesome woman of God so there she is now today I just appreciate her yes there's my folks mama there yeah and then here's our tribe here okay there they are you can just keep going there's, there's when it all kind of started happening. There's our pastor, Dick. You guys, he did our wedding. He was here just a few months ago, and now he's with Jesus. And uh, th that was a happy day. This is 40 years ago, right. Okay, next one? Yeah, there we are. And there, here's where we came. We were in Dallas here, our three sons. Aren't they good looking? And that, these are my sisters. You know what? My mom was with Jesus, but she passed down to us, all four sisters, us, the things of the Lord. And she prayed and prayed and prayed for us. And all of us are serving the Lord, and our children are all serving the Lord. And then, of course, big, Mama made big word here. This was a big friend of my kids. You seen that picture? Yeah. That's your daddy on the left. There's, and there they were playing on the grandma's organ. Okay. There's my little Ethan. I love my little guy. He's with his mommy today. But thank the Lord for this little guy. You know, it's so neat when you see your children in your grandchildren. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Okay. And there's our three little pickles there. We didn't have Evelyn yet in this one. Okay. There's our, our three sons. Love them. I think someone was teasing Aaron there. He didn't look very happy. And here's our lovely David, Kim, and their kids. All right. There's love in the family. Yeah. Our little baby, Evelyn. What a gift she's been to our family. Oh, my goodness. There's baby Evelyn and mommies, the mommies, the, the awesome ministry of being a mom. Okay? There we are. She's such a joy. Okay? There's our Aaron. You loving your baby. Yeah. Is that it? Oh, there we go. Yay. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I got to put that one in there. <laughs> okay. There's Mama. Yay. There's Jared and Ethan. We just, I think we got another one of him. Yay. <laughs> yes. I think that's it. Well, I just wanted to show you the... I'm sure everybody's bored by now, but 
this is part of my journey. And I thank the Lord because in Psalms 127, verse 3, it says, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyous is the man whose quiver is full. Where is Alex? Working. Working. Oh. <laughs> and he will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates, so scripture says. And then the, another scripture is in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7. It talks about the treasure. You all are a treasure. Every person here is a treasure. It says, 2 Corinthians 4, 7, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. So the Lord, you know, it talks about this, the crushings that we go through. Life brings crushings. I have gone through crushings in my life. I've had crushings in my childhood. And then this part of my life, I've had crushings. And you know, it's just life. You don't expect it, but it happens. But the Bible, it says that none of things move me because I know that the Lord uses the crushings in my life to bring about his glory. And he, the scripture says, he gives me beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise. I love to praise the Lord even when I'm broken and I'm crushed for the spirit of heaviness that we might be trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. So I thank God for all those little crushings I went through. Some were pretty big to me, and I find my strength in the Lord. I have cried on my pillow. I have cried myself to sleep because of one thing or another. Just And I am a human being that is not all miss spiritual up here today. I'm very human with human emotions, but I know where to get my strength. It's from the Lord. It isn't always, uh, I'll never forget the one time that Ray and I had a problem. This was back in, before we ever moved to Texas and we were going through a hard time and I left the house and I thought, I'm gonna go call my mother. I went to the payphone. Back then, we had to put money, dimes, or quarters in the payphone. It was at a Safeway store down the street. I went and I put that quarter in and I dialed six numbers and I couldn't push the seventh number. God said, don't push that number. You go back home and you guys work it out got my quarterback, whatever it was, and I went back home, and the Lord healed our heart. 
And we said we were sorry, we apologized, we prayed together. And, and I thank the Lord because he would not let me put, push that last number. Now there's times that maybe I should have pushed that number, or, you know, to, if I was really, really about ready to jump off the curve, you know, cliff. And if I am in that place, I know that I always could make a phone call that was to those over me in authority. And I, I thank the Lord for spiritual authority. We don't have to walk alone. God puts, I'm so thankful that we have um, uh, pastors and leaders that can help us get through crisis. And I thank the Lord for that. So I just want to give God all the glory because I, I want you to know that we are transformed by God. When we seek his face, Matthew 6.33, one of my favorite verses, is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things are going to be added unto us. So I thank the Lord for his word. I think that's the key to our life. Read the word. Study the word. Get the word of God in your heart. Because when the trial comes, that word of the Lord will hold you, give you guidance. Um, we can be secure in him. Another scripture I love is Psalms 91, verse 14. It says, because he loves me. It says, the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he, he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I should put her in there today because God's promises are sure. What's that scripture? Yea and amen to them that believe. And then the scripture in Matthew says, Matthew 11 says, Come to me. All you who are heavy and weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. We live in, in a very busy world, from one thing to another. Whether you're married or single, or you're just a, a young person, our lives are just busy, 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 one thing or another. And sometimes we get burdened, and it says here, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in spirit, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's the Bible. That's the word of God. So I thank the Lord. I take that yoke upon me. One thing about my mom, someone said, you said it, Nehem, you know, what you said is kind of going along with my um, scripture. Joshua 1 9 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in for them, 
and you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. Have I not commanded you to be strong and to be courageous? Do not tremble or be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So, women, ladies, this is encouraging to you right now. God is with you. Today is a day to be refreshed with all these wonderful songs that we sang today. Just allow the Holy Spirit to fill your heart so that when you go do your job, or like today, many people are doing fun things today for Mother's Day, be at peace. Enjoy the journey. Whatever it is that God is what you're going to do today. Enjoy his presence. Ray had us just sing a song unto the Lord. You don't need all this nice music. Just lift your heart to the Lord and let him fill you. Now, when I've been broken, I turn on a CD and I let it minister to me and I just lay before the Lord and I let him fill me and uh, just, just worship him. Just always worship the Lord. The scripture says in Psalms, seven times a day I praise you, O Lord. That's a lot. Do we even do one? <laughs> we get so busy sometimes. Do we really? But, you know, we can praise him all through the day. Um, and so I believe God wants to activate us uh, with faith, and I, he wants us to declare that he is with us even when you don't feel like it. I think sometimes we as women, we can just ride on our feelings. But then uh, I, I remember my mom would drive us to school and we had a big Dodge van and uh, she would just start singing and praising God and she had so much on her plate you know, she had to take little brother to the babysitter, and then she took us to the school, and she had all the financial. She worked full time, and she was so busy, but she found time to just meditate on the Lord, and he filled her. I remember there was times there was a little friction in our family, and then somewhere I would hear this, get the victory, get the victory, don't stay down. Let's get the victory. And sometimes my father would say that to her. And I thought, how can you say that? You're the one that made her get depressed. <laughs> you know, but then my mom, she had a way of turning something around and smiling. And just, she was an angel. She was an angel in my life. I remember when she passed on, she surprised the whole family because we thought she would live for many years. And then one day the Lord just decided to take her home. And um, I remember, I thought, this can't be. This can't be. Moms are supposed to live a long time. But God wanted her with him. But I remember at her service, many folks came up and shared the little behind the scene things that my mother did here and there that nobody knew about till that service, that, that she was the blessing that she was. So keep doing those little things that nobody knows about because your reward 
is not from man, it's from God. You're here to please the Lord. Now you wanna make your husband and your kids happy, of course, but that shouldn't be all consuming. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all to the glory of God. David said something that we just, in our house, did quite a bit, that Bible verse that says, do what you know is right. That was very popular in our house. So what do I do, what do I do? Well, what, is, what should you do? What's the right thing to do? Do it, don't do the other, this or that way. Do what you know is right. And God, God is so faithful. Okay, I just thank the Lord that he let me be a mom. It was the desire of my heart from Reagan's age to be a mom. I see her playing with little dolls and stuff, and I think, oh man, that's a good thing to desire, is to be, to train your children to be a, a godly woman and a godly wife. So I give you honor, Kim. I give you honor because you've been such an awesome mother to these grandchildren. And I give Kathy honor because you taught your daughters how to be good wives and to love their husbands. You did that with all your daughters. So I honor Kathy today. She's the most amazing lady. I just love her so much. And those of you that your daughters may not be sitting next to you today, if you don't have a daughter or whatever, you are honored today for being an awesome woman of God. And that's all that we are required to be is an awesome woman of God. So God bless all of you. I'm sorry. Hey man, why don't we all stand and we're going to close. Uh, in fact, I want you to just put your hand on your wife, your mother, or if she's here. Find, I want you just to pray for our moms, amen? And uh, we're just going to pray that the favor and the blessing of the Lord. We are in a season in our nation where things are changing. And the role of a mother and father has been tremendously under siege. And we just need to pray that God will give parents the strength, the backbone to be healthy examples to be healthy models, role models. Father, we thank you, first of all, that, Lord, our parents are a gift from the Lord. Even though we might have come out of a tremendously dysfunctional situation, all of us have come out of some form of dysfunction, but, Lord, you have always said in your word that even this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice. And, Lord, you always Give us a fresh start. Even Jeremiah in Lamentations, you said when there was no hope, when there was no way through it, you said that he said that he rejoiced that there was hope for a new day. And Lord, we just pray for wisdom and strength. I pray, Lord, that we will, our mothers would find support even in the body of Christ, even if it's not with family, but in the body of Christ. Lord, there would be support and strength. And Lord, help us to realize that their efforts, are not, their efforts are never in vain. But Lord, there will be a reaping. What we sow, we do reap. There will be a reaping, there will be life, there will be the benefit and the blessing as we begin to think in terms of generations, from one generation to the next. 
Father, we just pray that you'd keep our, your hand on our mothers and those mothers that we're praying for today. And our daughters, Lord, we, we thank you, Lord, for family. Be with them, and we thank you for the gift that they are in Jesus' name. Amen.